Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Feeling low. Feeling tense. These eight words are common sense. Smoke a lucky. To feel your level best. Smoke a lucky. To feel your level best. Your level best. That's just how you'll feel when you light up a Lucky. Because Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. Puts you on the right level to feel and do your level best. It's important to know that fine tobacco can do this for you. And LSMFT, LSMFT. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Mild, ripe, light tobacco that makes a grand smoke. So next time you buy cigarettes, remember, Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense, puts you on the lucky level where you feel your best and do your best. Yes, smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, yours truly, Don Wilson, and our guest, Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills, where we find Rochester helping Jack fix up his scrapbook. Uh, Rochester, have you got the scissors? Yeah, I'm cutting something out of the front page of the Pasadena News. It's a picture of you kissing the Queen of the Rose Parade. Oh, yes. Gee, that is a nice picture of me, isn't it? And some color, too. It would be even nicer if your eyelashes weren't so gray. <laughs> Rochester, my lashes aren't gray. Just that my eyes are so blue, they pick up lint. <laughs> Now, Rochester, I've got enough clippings for my scrapbook. I better start pasting them in. You know? Boss, I looked everywhere, but I can't find the glue. Well, just mix some flour and water. That'll make a good taste. I thought of that, too, but we're all out of flour. We're out of flour? Yeah, yesterday I had hardly enough to finish baking the bread. Well, if we're short of flour, why'd you bake so much bread? I had to. Barbara Stanwyck ordered four extra loaves. <laughs> oh. With raisins yet. <laughs> well, why don't you run over to the Coleman's and borrow a cup of... Hey, wait a minute. I haven't seen Mr. Coleman for quite a while. Hand me a cup. I'll go get the flour. Here you are. I'll be right back, Rochester. Hmm. As long as I'm going over, I really should have brought a larger cup. <laughs> oh, well, I guess this cup will be... Can it be the trees that fill the breeze with rare and... There are a lot of people out today. La, 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 Thank you.
I better go around the back door. Yada dee da dum. Gee, the Coleman's keep their lawn nice and oh, isn't that cute? A garbage can shaped like an Oscar. <laughs> you just lift up the head and throw the stuff in. <laughs> when I make my next picture, maybe they'll give me a garbage can. I mean an Oscar. <laughs> Oh, it's you, Mr. Benny. Oh, hello, Sherwood. Is Mr. Coleman in? Uh, yes, yes. He's in the library. Well, could you tell him that I, I'd like to borrow a cup of flour? Oh, there's no need to tell him. I'll give you the flour. Oh, shall I come in? That won't be necessary. <laughs> I'll sift it to you through the screen door. <laughs> I have the sack hmm. right here on the shelf. What is that? Oh, by the way, Sherwood, I tried to call Mr. Coleman on the phone this morning, but I couldn't get him. Uh, did he change his number since I talked to him last week? Uh, yes, sir, three times. <laughs> oh, well, I hope he got the one he liked. Will this be enough flour, Mr. Benny? Yes, I'm just going to use it to make a little paste. You see, I'm working on my scrapbook, and I'm sticking in the many things that have been said about me. You save those? <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, thanks for the shower, Flurwood. I mean, thanks for the flowers. You're sir. quite welcome, sir. <laughs> this weather, my tongue froze there. <laughs> well, I'm... Yeah, I must ask the Coleman's to put a gate in the back so I won't have to walk clear out to the sidewalk. Yada-dee-da-dum, da-dum, da-dee. Hmm. There's Ronnie's long underwear hanging on the line. He's got a gate in those. <laughs> Oh, Jack, Jack! Oh, hello, Mary. Hey, come on in the house, Mary. Well, I haven't got time. I just stopped by to ask if I could skip rehearsal tomorrow. Skip rehearsal? Why? Well, my sister babe is coming in from Plainfield, and she's trying to forget a broken romance. Oh, no, not Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a new one. Oh. And she was so in love with him, they were all ready to elope. The ladder was up against the house, the window was open, and Babe was so embarrassed. Why? He wasn't home. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. What, what did she do? Well, as long as she was up there, she painted the house. <laughs> well, when a guy gives you the brush, I guess you must use it. was that, uh, Mary, you know you gotta ad lib once in a while. <laughs> Mary, who was this, uh, who was this new love of hers? Well, I don't know his name, but she said he was making good money. He was a glass blower. A glass blower? Yeah. Whenever Babe went out with her, Mama could always tell when he'd kissed her. How? When Babe came home, her head would be three times its size. <laughs> three times its size? That was when he gave her a plain kiss. Once he got fancy and her head looked like a Studebaker. <laughs> Good old babe. I knew she could do it. <laughs> Say, Mary, why don't you come in for a little while? Oh, no, no, Jack. I've got to run long now. See you later. Okay. Da-da-dee-da-dum. Gee, that's a nice Cadillac Mary has. I would have gotten one, too, but they didn't make them then. <laughs> In those days, they only had three models. Maxwell, Saxons, and horses. <laughs> Oh, Rochester! 
Rochester, I got the flour so we, we can make the uh, you paste. You won't need it now, boss. I found some glue. I've already pasted things in the book. Wait a minute. This stuff doesn't seem to be sticking very well. Rochester, is this glue fresh? Fresh? Only two days ago, it was eight to one at Santa Anita. <laughs> What? I had him across the board, wind, place, and mucilage. <laughs> no. Well, how do you like that? I'll get the door. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Mr. Benny. I just came over to tell you the good news. Good news? What? I finally got two tickets for the Rose Bowl game. <laughs> two tickets for the Rose Bowl game? Dennis, that game was played almost three weeks ago. I know. That's why they're so hard to get now. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis, come in a minute. Now, look, now, let me get this straight. Maybe I'm the one that's confused. Are these tickets for the game that was just played or the one that's going to be played next year? What do you care? I'm not taking you. <laughs> I can't stand this crazy talk. Now, do me a favor, will you? Go outside and come back in again. Okay. Oh, hello, Dennis. Howdy, bub. <laughs> well, that's better. Now you're Titus Moody. Yep, and I've got two tickets to the Rose Bowl game. Now, cut that up! Look, kid, what did you come over here for, anyway? Well, I, I wanted you to hear the song I'm going to do on the program. Well, why didn't you say so? Let's hear it, will okay, you? Okay, okay. Oh, Clancy was a peaceful man, if you know what I mean. The cops picked up the pieces after Clancy left the scene. He never looked for trouble, that's a fact you can assume. But nevertheless, when trouble would press, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy... Oh, that Clancy Whenever they got his Irish up Clancy Lord the boom, 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 boom O'Leary was a fighting man They all knew he was tough He strutted round the neighborhood to shooting off his gun He picked a fight with Clancy Then and there he sealed his doom Before you could shout O'Leary, look out! Clancy Lord the boom Oh, that Clancy Oh, that Clancy Whenever they got his Irish up Clancy lowered the boom, 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 boom. Now Clancy left the barber shop with tonic on his hair. He walked into the pool room and he met O'Reilly there. O'Reilly said, For goodness sake, now do I smell perfume? Before you could stack your cue in the rack, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy! Oh, that Clancy! Whenever they got to the Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom, 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 boom. The neighbors all turned out for Kate O'Grady's wedding night. McDougal said, let's have some fun. I, I, I think I'll start a fight. He wrecked the hall, then kissed the bride and pulverized the groom. Then quick as a wink before you could think, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy. Oh, that Clancy. Whenever they got to the Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy! Oh, that Clancy! Whenever they got to the Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Boom, 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 boom. Sure, it was the greatest sight you ever did see when Clancy lowered the boom. <laughs>
very good, Dennis. You sang that beautifully. Yeah, I heard it. One bad kid. Phil, I didn't see you. Why didn't you tell me you were here? Well, I didn't want to intrude while you were so enraptured by Mr. Day's musical rendition. <laughs> Phil. Phil, that come out of you? Why? What's so incongruous about that? <laughs> incongruous? Listen to me, Jackson. I'm trying to improve myself in literature, in English, and, and even in music. Music, too? Oh, well, that I'm glad to hear. Uh, certainly, Jackson. I just came from the library where I picked up this book on music by Grofet. Oh, Purdy Grofet? No, his brother George. George Grofet? I never heard of him. Well, here's the book right here. I've been reading it all morning. There it is on the cover, George Grofet. That's geography. <laughs> I knew it couldn't last. <laughs> Phil, if you want to learn about... Dennis, get away from my scrapbook and... Dennis, stop drinking out of that bottle. It's glue. Dennis, it's glue. Oh, my goodness. Dennis, speak to me. <laughs> Yeah, you better stop it, kid If you want to get any place in show business You've got to stop being ridiculous, ludicrous, incompetent, and uncouth Phil, where'd you learn all those words? Well, they're in my contract with Rexall What? Right under the sobriety clause Phil, do you know what sobriety means? No, what? It means that according to that contract, you're not allowed to take a drink. Holy smoke, I've signed my life away. <laughs> Phil, Phil, denatured boy. <laughs> do me a favor, pick up Dennis and that geography book and let's... Oh, I have a wonderful contract with my sponsor, Colgate. I don't have to sign anything. We just shake hands. Really? Yeah, but I think he's nearsighted. Your sponsor nearsighted? Why? When my option came up, instead of shaking my hand, he grabbed me by the throat. Well, if you gave him that Rose Bowl routine, I don't blame him. Now, look, kids. Boss! Boss! What is it, Rochester? I was preparing your lunch, and I find we're all out of butter. We're all out of butter? Well, you know what to do. I'm on my way. Mr. Coleman, here I come. You're the one we borrow from. Are you? I'm in the library, Benita. <laughs> Benita, who was that at the back door? Mr. Benny's butler, Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> Milk? No. Sugar? No. Cream? No. Mayonnaise? No. Uh, butter? Right! Honey, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're really wonderful. If you ever went on a quiz program, we could spend two glorious weeks in Honolulu. Yes, Benita, I'm getting sharp. <laughs> yeah, but you know, let's not talk about Benny. It only upsets me. Borrowing, borrowing, borrowing. What a neighbor. Well, darling, sometimes he tries to be helpful. During the freezing weather the other night when you worried about our orange trees, Jack did come over and lend you a smudge pot. Yeah, some smudge pot. 
Three old toupees smoldering in a broken pressure cooker. I know, darling. But then what about the snow? Tuesday morning, he volunteered to shovel all the snow away from our house, and he did it, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that was shrewd of me, telling him I dropped a dime on our front lawn. <laughs> him into doing all that work? Yes, Benita, I must confess, even though it makes me a bit of a stinker, I did. <laughs> now, it's little things like that that make life worth living. For once, I got even with him for his constant borrowing. Now, Ronnie, you shouldn't be too hard on Jack. After all, it isn't his fault that he's like he is. It, it, it's just fate. What do you mean? Well, you know the famous saying, there but for the grace of God go I. Yes, but, but what's that got to do with it? Well, people can't help being who they are. It, it's fate. You could have been born Jack Benny. And he could have been Ronald Coleman. Benita, have you been nipping the sherry again? <laughs> about. Well, I'm too tired to think about it now. We're going out to dinner tonight. I'm going to take a little nap. I'll lie down here on the... Oh! Ronnie, I should have told you he borrowed the couch, too. <laughs> well, of all the... Darling, darling, if you want to take your nap, why don't you just sit here in this easy chair? Well... You'd better hurry while it's still here. <laughs> all right. I will. I'll turn out the lights and leave you alone. Thank you. Have a nice nap, dear. Yeah. Ah, sometimes Benita has the weirdest ideas. <laughs> Imagine her saying it's just fate <laughs> that I could have been born Jack Benny. Whoa, what a nauseating thought. <laughs> ah, this is a comfortable chair. It feels so good to close my eyes. Yes, Ronnie. You could have been born Jack Benny. You could have been Jack Benny. You could be Jack Benny. You could be Jack Benny. You could be Jack Benny. Oh, boss! Boss! Mr. Benny! What is it, Rochester? Today's... Today's payday. Some of your cash is waiting in the living room for their money. I might as well go in. Uh, help me on with my shoes, Rochester. Why, you'll just have to take them off again when you pay them. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. You know, Rochester, I'm a pretty lucky man. My cast has been wonderful to me. They're always on time, they work hard, they try their best, and always give great performances. I wish there was something I could do to show my gratitude. Why don't you give them a raise? I will not. <laughs> I better not keep them waiting. Can it be the trees that fill the trees with rare and magic perfume? 
Oh, no, it isn't. Why, hello, kid. Hello, Hello, Jack. Jack. Well, I understand you're all here for your salaries. Here's yours, Mary. Well, thanks, Jack. Don. Thanks, Jack. Dennis. Whoops, dropped it. Jack, did you hear the latest news about Don? He's got another show now. Well, congratulations, Don. What program is it? Well, it's the Alan Young show, Jack. We started last week. Alan Young, eh? He's a clever comedian. How does it feel, having two shows? Oh, wonderful. And the nice thing about it is that one of my bosses is young. (laughs) (laughs) Don. 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 Blimp belly. Any more cracks like that and... Ouch, Dennis, why are you biting my leg? You're standing on my salary. <laughs> now, kids, since you're all here, I want to invite you to my birthday party on February the 14th. Say, that's right, Jack. Next month is your birthday. Yep, time sure flies. One more month and I won't be 39 anymore. 39? Where were you born, on a slow boat to China? A slow boat to China, slow boat to China, slow boat to China. <laughs> Better watch it, sister, or you'll be on a fast bus to the May Company. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. By the way, I meant to tell you I just got another letter from my mother. Oh, really? <laughs> and what does the command decision of your father's life have to say? <laughs> oh, nothing much, except that the dentist held a convention in Plainfield and my sister Babe was voted Miss Lower Plate Wobble of 1949. <laughs> Good old babe. I knew she could do it. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, Jack, what are you planning to do on the program next week? Well, I want to do a Shakespearean sketch, and I'm going to try and get Ronald Coleman as a guest star. I've even offered him a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars? Why, you can't get Ronald Coleman to do Shakespeare for that? Done. He's such a big ham, he'll jump at the chance. <laughs> well, have you finished the script for Mr. Coleman yet? Yes, Mary, I have it right here. Listen to this wonderful Shakespearean soliloquy I'm going to have Ronnie do. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to enjoy a lucky and so to feel thy level best. (laughs) To smoke, to puff, perchance to blow a smoke ring. Aye, there's the thrill. (laughs) Come, let me light thee. Art thou not round and firm and fully (laughs) packed? Art thou not first again with friends, Romans, countrymen? Art thou not a noble creation? Your praise is tripping lightly from the nimble tongue of speedy rigs. Aye, Horatio, the tobacco's the thing that makes a lucky fitting for a king. Yes, Ronnie, you could have been Jack Benny. And Jack Benny could have been born Ronald Coleman. Jack could have been Ronald Coleman. (laughs) 
Where are you? I'm in the library, Benita. <laughs> oh, yes, you always are. What are you doing, Ronnie? I'm looking at the list of nominees for the Academy Awards. My name is Nonnet. But, darling, you didn't make a picture this year. How can you expect to win anything? I thought they might give me some sort of an award for living next to Benny. Gad, how I despise that blue-eyed baboon. Now, darling, don't pick on his appearance. Why not? After all, Benny's eyes aren't really blue. I happen to know that he dyes them. Now, forget him, dear. Remember what happens to your blood pressure when you think of Benny. I can't help thinking of that jerk, always borrowing eggs, milk, cream, butter. Doesn't he have anything of his own? What does he keep in his icebox? A film of the horn blows at midnight. <laughs> oh, yes, if I ever made a picture like that, I'd ask Clancy to lower the boom. Oh, Roddy, forget Jack, and let's talk about something else. I haven't told you before, but I'm planning a hunting trip for us up in the High Sierras. In the High Sierras? Or are we going to hunt bear? No, we'll be wearing your long underwear. <laughs> You're a jolly one. <laughs> That's not funny, Benita. Anyway, I don't want to go hunting. I'd rather go to the races at Santa Anita. Benita. Oh, Ronnie, you're so cute. Come here, darling. Oh, don't, dear. Don't. <laughs> you're tickling me. Oh, stop being so dignified. It's only us. <laughs> you know, darling, I'm a lucky man. Having such a beautiful wife. Come here, Benita. Let me kiss you. Oh, Ronnie, that was wonderful. <laughs> kiss me again. Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. <laughs> Oh, it's you, Benita. Yes, I've been calling you for five minutes. Oh, well, where did he go? Where did Benny go? Benny? Jack wasn't here. Oh, he wasn't, eh? Now, Benita, I distinctly saw you kiss him. Me kiss Jack Benny? Have you gone out of your... Oh, wait a minute. You must have dreamed it. Huh? Oh, yes, 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 I guess I did. Well, that settles it. We'll have to move. Move? <laughs> move why? Benita. I don't mind Benny borrowing everything I've got. And I don't mind Benny ruining my life. But when he starts to louse up my dreams, that's too much, my girl. Too much! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the nation's fight against infantile paralysis continues relentlessly. But your contributions must keep rolling in to continue this fight. A covered wagon has just been sent across the country with Jack Benny's vault in it to collect your dimes and dollars to aid in this worthy cause. Obviously, the wagon can only visit a limited number of cities, so please send your dimes and dollars to Jack Benny in care of your local CBS station or direct to the March of Dimes. Let's all join in the fight against polio by contributing to the March of Dimes. Thank you. Jack will be back in just a moment, but first... Smoke lucky to feed your love on best. Smoke lucky 
Yes, Lucky's Fine Tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. It's good to know that Fine Tobacco can do this for you. And that's why it's so important that you select and smoke the cigarette of Fine Tobacco Lucky Strike. For as every smoker knows... L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means Fine Tobacco. No wonder more independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. So when you choose your cigarette, remember that Lucky's Fine Tobacco puts you on the right level, the lucky level, where you feel your best and do your best. Yes, when you are feeling low, feeling tense, these eight words are common sense. Smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. Smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. Thanks, Ronnie and Benita, and good night, everybody. Be sure to stay tuned to the Amos and Andy Show that follows immediately, and the rest of the CBS Sunday Night lineup, which includes our Miss Brooks, Sam Spade, and Lemon Abner. And don't forget, through Friday, the Lucky Strike program, Your Lucky Strike, starring Don Amici. And don't miss Dennis Day in a Day in the Life of Dennis Day. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.